You identified that uh, there were problems with this project. What was the nature of these problems? I got to know that there was a problem. What was the nature of that? The, that uh, patients who had been moved, I, I, I prefer calling them patients, MCHU patients, that had been moved from life as demand, some of them has, have demised. I got to know that. Have demised? Yes. And where did they demise? Well, uh, during the movement or at NGOs, at NGOs or at hospitals? At hospitals and NGOs. At yes. Both hospitals and NGOs. And what was your intervention when you received these reports? Okay. Then immediately, immediately, uh, it was, yeah, immediately, I, I remember very well, Justice, that I was then in contact with the minister, uh, Dr. Aaron Mozzaledi. And... Uh, we spoke about it and said, you've got to intervene. You must intervene. So mm -hmm. that's when I ran around the province, if you want yeah. to know. I ran around the province, uh, and I'm putting it again that I closed the NGOs myself. I closed the NGO. Uh, why? The minister said, he called me Barney. He said, Barney, you go and close those NGOs. We cannot afford any other person to pass away. Mm. I hope he doesn't deny that, but that's what he said. He said, we can't afford. And I said, Minister, it will be difficult for me to close them. I need you to write a letter at least, because I can't take directives. Uh, that's how it works from the minister. Please write a letter to the MEC and inform her that you've made a decision that we must close this, uh, some of these NGOs. And indeed, that letter was written, and I <coughs> ran around close to the NGOs. Why did you go to the National Minister mm. and not to the MEC? No. I got a call from the Minister myself. Arbitration Chair, former Chief Justice, Deputy Chief Justice Dikhan Mosaneke asked Silabano what he thought of the NGOs when he saw them. Silabano replied that his opinion didn't matter. Yeah, in your own judgment, why did you close the NGOs down? Because what? the Minister said so? or because you perceived real danger to the lives of mental health care users? Well, you know, at that time, you are having a situation, the media is saying there's a big problem. Um, my opinion doesn't matter here. The ma what matters is that we needed to ensure that we take those patients and put them in our facilities now. That were was, that was the hospitals. Did you go to Precious Angels? I went there. I heard you say you also went to the Danville facility of Precious Angels. I went there also. There's going to be a lot of detail put to you about the conditions at those two places. What? Do you know about those conditions? I cannot surmise. I went on a Saturday. On a Sunday, I was moving out patients. I didn't spend time there. I just went there and told them I'm moving patients, and I moved patients. But why did you move the patients? I don't know, Judge. I'll have to go back again to say, yes. I said we were in a situation where the department had to, with the agreement with the minister, the department could not afford any other. Is it going thing. to be your evidence? There's going to be a lot of questions. All of these counsel are ready to ask many questions. But is it going to be your evidence at a high level 
that the NGOs were the perfect place to move mental health care users? No, I didn't say that. That's not going to be your evidence? I, wouldn't, I, I can't say that because even initially I never went to any other NGO. It's not what an HOD would do. I wouldn't go there. No. <clears throat> a lot of time has passed. With everything that you know now, just give me a high line of what your evidence is going to be. about the conditions at which mental health care users were kept. Salabana also revealed that he oversaw the marathon project and that Dr. Mahoba Manamela had presented the plan and been the team leader for the implementation of the plan. You had reached that stage. We had decided that uh, we are going to cancel and we are going to provide the same service to these patients somewhere else. How was that project going to be implemented? Yeah. Well, then there was a plan to yes. augment that, uh, the process. Tell us what was the plan. Well, like I say again, granular, it, uh, I'm not obfuscating, uh, uh, Justice, please understand. Mm. At a granular level sometimes, as an HOD, you can call in HOD. At, at a micro level sometimes, you, the HOD wouldn't know. But there was a plan to say, let me give you a broad guidelines of the plan. Correct. The, the patients after this uh, life has demand said give us six months and then if you can see it it gave a six months period and then the managers uh, the, depart- the directorate, mental health de- uh, directorate said okay this is how we're going to move patients. We're going to no, they wouldn't justice give the detail of saying we're going to this patient and that patient, but they would say we will then go out there, use our own NGOs that we have, and then we will move the patients to those NGOs. Who (coughs) made the plan, which was presented to you? It was made by the Mental Health Directorate. Yes. And who in the Mental Health Directorate made their presentation. The representative of that would be the director, which is Dr. Manaman. But she was working with a team. So she hatched the plan on moving and presented it to yourself. You know by now we do have the plan yeah. bearing her signature yeah. and it's part of the evidence, the plan which was presented. Is that correct? It would be correct, uh, but I hear you said she hatched the plan, but it would have been a collective sitting, working out on a plan, and then they say, HOD, we have a plan. Can you uh, agree with the plan or not agree with the plan? Who would form the collective? She's a director. She has... um, I wouldn't know them by name because of the distance, Uh, but these are your... Deputy directors, assistant directors, managers. I don't know them by name. It's not possible to know them by name.